Hi, everyone. I'm Kate Greco, and I'm happy to present to you the fifth and final installment of Sensei's lecture series, Creating a Century of Humanism in Which All Can Shine. You'll find this essay in the November New Century under the title, Fulfilling the Great Vow for Kozen Rufu is the Essential Spirit of Soka Mentors and Disciples. We won't be holding a study meeting in our districts in December, so I hope that you'll take the time to read Sensei's essay and study it on your own. I found this essay extremely inspiring and encouraging. In it, Sensei reflects on his inauguration as the third president of the Sokagakai and the vow that he embraced in response to the expectation of his mentor, President Toda. He discusses the meaning of making a vow, voluntarily assuming the appropriate karma, and Kozen Rufu. The first Gosho selection, from the opening of the eyes, is a passage Sensei engraved deeply in his life. If you subscribe to From Today Onward, then you may know that Sensei's lecture on the opening of the eyes has been serialized in this journal since January of this year. This I will state, let the gods forsake me, let all persecutions assail me. Still, I will give my life for the sake of the law. Sometimes me, we may wonder, if I'm practicing this Buddhism correctly, why do I still have so many difficulties? The Daishonin teaches that the issue is not whether or not we enjoy the protection of heavenly deities or freedom from difficulties. Transcending such desires, the Daishonin reveals his towering state of life that is not disturbed by anything. He demonstrates how to live in a way to fulfill his vow to lead all people to enlightenment. It is up to us to do our best to develop this same kind of unwavering faith. When we dedicate our lives to the vow to spread the mystic law and face even the harshest challenges without hesitation, we can activate the protective functions of the universe. This is how we can achieve true peace and security, as the Lotus Sutra promises. It is the triumph of the human spirit, the spirit to win no matter what. In order to emphasize the importance of making a vow to work for Kozen Rufu, Sensei repeats Nichiren's declaration. This I will state. Let the gods forsake me. Let all persecutions assail me. Still, I will give my life for the sake of the law. Nichiren goes on to say, Here I will make a great vow. I will be the pillar of Japan. I will be the eyes of Japan. I will be the great ship of Japan. This is my vow, and I will never forsake it. Sensei reminds us that our vow is the starting point for transforming every situation. In the next section, we will be exploring a passage from The Record of the Orally Transmitted Teachings, which affirms that the Great Vow refers to Kozen Rufu. Point 2. On the persons who have fulfilled their Great Vow because they pity living beings. They are born in this evil world, so they may broadly expound this sutra. The record of the orally transmitted teaching says, 
The great vow refers to the propagation of the Lotus Sutra. Because they pity living beings refers to all the living beings in the country of Japan. The persons who are born in this evil world are Nichiren and his followers. Broadly means to expound the sutra throughout the southern continent of Jambudvipa, the entire world. This sutra refers to the Daimoku. Now the above passage refers to Nichiren and his followers, who chant the Daimoku, Namyo Horenge Kyo. As this passage shows, the Lotus Sutra states that those who propagate the Lotus Sutra after Shakyamuni's passing are great bodhisattvas who have chosen to be born in an evil age in accord with their vow. Rather than being bound by difficulties, the Daishonin encourages us to dedicate ourselves to fulfilling our purpose in this world according to our vow. That's how we can establish an unshakable self, as discussed in the first half of this lecture. Sensei says, Nichiren Buddhism teaches that the greater our suffering, the greater our mission. We can enact a drama of winning against all odds, demonstrating that those who suffer the most can become the happiest. From beginning to end, Sensei encourages us to fulfill this vow and to live such a noble way of life. In this passage, the word pity does not mean to feel sorry for or look down upon others, but rather to have deep compassion, to feel their pain as if it were our own. It means to have empathy and to support and encourage them as equals. Here, we learn about the concept of voluntarily assuming the appropriate karma. We aren't at the mercy of our environment. Rather, we made a choice in the depths of our lives to be born into our current circumstances in order to carry out our mission. It says in the footnotes that as a bodhisattva, though qualified to receive the pure rewards of Buddhist practice, they, that is we, relinquish our rewards and vow to be born in an impure world to save living beings. I don't think that there's anyone among us who hasn't experienced some kind of suffering. None of us are immune to the four sufferings of birth, aging, sickness, and death. Add to these natural disasters, accidents, financial and relationship problems, discrimination, and the list goes on, including this coronavirus pandemic. What do we do when facing any one of these sufferings? Do we just give up and give in? Or do we rise to the challenge and embrace them as opportunities to forge and develop our lives? As Sensei tells us, No matter how adverse our circumstances, we live with true strength and fortitude, transforming karma into mission. There is surely no nobler way of life than this. So, we've talked about the importance of making a vow and the concept of voluntarily assuming our karma, facing and overcoming certain challenges in order to encourage others. In the next section of this essay, Sensei elaborates on the meaning of Kozen Rufu, as explained by Presidents Toda and Makaguchi. While we often equate Kozen Rufu with world peace, President Makaguchi 
described Kozen Rufu as a process of purifying the negative ideas and thinking that prevail in the latter day of the law with the truth of Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. And he also declared that Kozen Rufu is the ultimate expression of hope that will eradicate such calamities as war, famine, and epidemics. The ultimate expression of hope that will eradicate such calamities as war, famine, and epidemics. And President Toda described Kozen Rufu as a state in which individual happiness and social prosperity go hand in hand. The individual should never be sacrificed for a prosperous society. These descriptions of Kozen Rufu certainly sound like goals that we can get behind. Don't you agree? Sensei expands on Nichiren's vow in the opening of the eyes and makes it applicable for us today as follows. The eternal vow of the Sokagakai is to be the pillar of human harmony, praying for people's security and happiness, and working to realize the Daishonin's ideal of establishing the correct teaching for the peace of the land, the starting point for peace. To be the eyes of hope, penetrating and illuminating the darkness and confusion of an age lacking in a solid life philosophy, and showing people the way to joy in life and lasting happiness for both themselves and others. To be the great ship of assurance, championing the principles of respect for life and human dignity, valuing each individual, and leaving no one behind. As we navigate our way through this pandemic, we may be feeling fatigue. It may feel more difficult to maintain hope and optimism. But this is precisely when we really need to activate our wisdom and our courage through our daimoku. We need to do our best to stay connected to one another. As Sensei says, Nothing can destroy our vow as bodhisattvas of the earth. Nothing can break our united spirit or the solidarity of our harmonious community of fellow members. Unity, forged through prayer, is unshakable. In closing, Sensei encourages us, Now more than ever, let us cause the sun of our vow for Kozen Rufu to rise in our hearts as we keep moving forward with optimism, wisdom, and courage, on our path of human revolution and our eternal voyage of mentor and disciple. I hope that you have had the opportunity at one of your district meetings to view the online study lecture with Mr. Morinaka, SGI Study Department Leader. The lecture is 40 minutes long and available in 12 languages. Please contact your district leader if you have not had an opportunity to watch the study lecture. The link will be available until December 30th. Have a safe and happy holiday season, and I look forward to welcoming 2022 together with you. And just a reminder, if you have any questions, you can email us at study at sgicanada.org. Thanks very much.